Welcome to the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show for women entrepreneurs who are ready to make more money and take their business to the next level. I am your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you the tools I have learned over the past 18 years growing my business to consecutive multiple six-figure years from my garage while raising three boys. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, episode 35, Changing Your Life with the Model. So I'm a little bit under the weather, if you can tell in my voice. I feel a little better today, but yesterday I was not well, but I'm feeling a little better today. So I'm recording this podcast. This podcast has been on my mind for the last few weeks. I've really wanted to teach you the model. So I want to introduce you to a tool. It's called the model. And it has really had a huge impact on my whole life. Again, when I when I started kind of down this path of life coaching, I was loving it, how it was affecting my business and learning this tool that I'm going to teach you called the model really is what changed my whole life. So yeah, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big promise I'm telling you about this podcast, but I think you're going to find it really, really amazing and just insightful. So when you hear mindset or when you hear thought work, you might think, what does that really mean? Mindset and thought work and thought leadership and perspective, perspective, all of it, all of it sounds very, a little fluffy. The model helps you frame thought work, mindset, perspective, all of it. So you, it's something that you can actually tangibly do in your life. You can take all these amazing things you're hearing about mindset and being positive and having a good outlook on your life. And you can actually sit down with a pen and paper and see how your life is being affected by your mind. It's brilliant. For So for many years, I would hear thought leaders talk about perspective and thinking positive and cho choosing your outlook and all that. And it made sense to me and it felt really good, especially when I was listening to that podcast or when I was listening to that book on Audible. It felt really good in the moment, but then I would put it down and I would go throughout my day and it would almost be like I would go back to my baseline of just kind of living my life and going about my day and and then I would listen to something again and go that's right I get to choose a happy thought I get to choose positivity and I would feel good for a while and then I would kind of go back down again to my baseline it all seemed pretty nebulous I found myself thinking this sounds good but how do I do it? And I remember even watching if you were around, um, if you're my age, you know, if you're 45 and up, you might have seen or read the book, The Secret, right? It was all about the law of attraction. And I remember watching that movie and it's a bit woo woo and kind of, you know, dramatic, but I loved it. Like what you think about comes back to you, what you focus on builds you, you know, like, a, like attract likes. I, I believed in all of it, but then I would go back to my life. I would set down the book. I would turn off the TV and I would think, but what do I do with all of that? And that is where the model comes in. So Brooke Castillo, you've heard me talk about her before on the podcast is my mentor and she created this framework called the model. Now she's amazing and she's brilliant, but this, this framework has been around it. It is, it is the framework of thought work. It is the truth about how our thoughts create our results, but she created and, and kind of, I like to think of it as she put it in a process and this process is called the model and it's beautiful. This beautiful little package called, called the model. It made everything click for me. It made figuring out how my thoughts were affecting my life very clear how, how my thoughts are creating my life. 
So learning this model has been the number one tool that has affected my whole entire life. And I have since gone on to not only teach, of course, my clients the model, but I've taught my kids the model, my husband the model, and they now are using it in their own lives to see how their thoughts are creating their results. And I will tell you that since learning it, I feel more in control of everything. I feel more in control of my emotions, my happiness, my results, all of the things, all everything. I feel more just really like the master of my life, which sounds kind of corny, but I'm happier. I appreciate myself more. I work harder. I play harder. I allow myself finally to relax and take time off. This is something I always go back to, and I actually go back to it almost every day. So I teach the model to my clients and I show them how their thoughts are creating the results in their lives. I'm going to teach you this model and then I'm going to give you examples all throughout because I feel like examples help me understand it deeper. And I'm, I'm choosing a few different examples here. So I hope that at least one of these examples is going to resonate with you so you can understand how to use this model in your own life. Okay, so the model, the first step in the model, the model is if you're writing the model out on a piece of paper, which I will suggest you doing at some point, and you're going to write a C, like C for cat at the top. C really stands for circumstances, right? The circumstances in our lives are totally neutral. So like if you were doing this model... And you know what? If you're not on my email list, make sure to get on my email list because in a few weeks, I'm going to be hosting a workshop where I'm going to really dive into this and teach you how to use this model in person in a workshop. Sometimes it's easier if you're a visual person to see this, but so you're going to write a C and then you're going to write circumstance there and you are going to, going to write what the circumstance is in your life. And this circumstance is totally neutral. And you might be sitting there saying, what are you talking about? What do you mean circumstance? The circumstances in our lives are neutral. So how much money you make, neutral. Things people say to you, neutral. How much you weigh, neutral. Whether you get in a fender bender on the way to work, neutral. These are all the circumstances of our lives. They are neutral, which means it's not good or bad. Now, you're probably thinking, well, that's not true. There are things that happen to us that are bad, are good. But what I want to argue for this sake in terms of feeling more empowered in your life, I want you to just toy with the fact that circumstances are neutral. So here's some examples. You put your favorite pair of jeans on and you can hardly zip up the zipper. It's neutral. Your current money situation, let's say you have $20,000 in debt, it's neutral. Your son backs into an Amazon delivery truck. <laughs> I'm using some of my own here. This is my son just the other day backed into an Amazon delivery truck. Neutral. And when I say neutral, I, I'm hoping you know this. When I say neutral, I, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. So yes, my son backing into an Amazon delivery truck. Neutral. Your son says his family's not coming over for Thanksgiving. Neutral. Your holidays in the past, if you think back to your holidays in the past, exactly what happened is neutral. You might have a thought about it, but they're neutral. All of the circumstances in our lives are neutral until we have a thought about it. And stay with me. I know there are some people that are listening that right now they're coming up with all these things that they're like, no, this is bad. There's no way you're going to convince me it's good. But it, this is a really amazing process. If you just stay with me, I want you to consider that all these circumstances are neutral until you have a thought about it. And the thought is where you have your power. 
circumstances happen in our lives and we have thoughts about them. Your thought might be, it's always something. This shouldn't be happening. They shouldn't have said that. They're disrespecting me. I can never catch a break. It is always all on me. I'm always the one that has to do everything around here. He doesn't respect me. Now, these thoughts that you have in relation to the different circumstances in your life sometimes come so quick that they don't seem like an option. We feel like they're almost facts, like we are not choosing them. But your thoughts are not facts. Your brain offers you up these thoughts. And sometimes your brain offers you up these thoughts to keep you safe. But a lot of these thoughts are just autopilot. Thoughts that were emulated or taught to us by our parents or our partners. And we haven't even really been aware of them. And just like all the physical habits in our lives, even like I I love my favorite is the way we brush our teeth. Because if you're like me, you brush your teeth the same way every morning, probably for the same amount of time. You start in the same place, end in the same place. Our brains work the same way. We have these neural pathways that they are worn from thinking the same things over and over again. So think about it. Do you have some go-to thoughts? We usually do. And usually for some reason, they're not good ones. Usually they're not, everything always works out for me. (laughs) Wouldn't it be amazing if that was our go-to thought? God, everything always works out for me. Hey, Courtney, we got delivered your mail and I just thought I'd bring it over to you. It got put in our mailbox. Here it is. Ah, Everything works out for me. Oh, hey, you know, we noticed that you did this and you forgot to do that. Here, we, we wanted to remind you. Ah, everything works out for me. No, for some reason, most of our thoughts go towards the negative. So we have a thought about these different circumstances in our lives. And why does it matter? It matters because our thoughts create our feelings in our body. And who cares about feelings, right? A lot of people don't want to talk about feelings, but why does it matter? It matters because the thoughts that create the feelings are feelings that drive our actions. Our feelings compel us to move or to not move. Our feelings influence the decisions we make. I heard once this quote, and I really do believe it, that really everything we do and don't do, we're either trying to get to a feeling that we want, a desired feeling, or trying to get away from a feeling we don't want. And feelings can be short-lived, like a quick frustration at our spouse, like they can do something, we can have a thought and be frustrated for just a minute. Or it can be a feeling we have for a long time, like the loss of a loved one that kind of keeps coming back to us. There's subjective and physiological components to feelings. You know, how our body reacts to the feeling and how you experience the emotion. Some people can very easily say, I feel this emotion in my chest and it's this color and it's moving through me and I feel it. And some people, they don't even associate the feeling in their body. All they know is that they're in their head and they feel anger. Now, this is important. Sometimes, especially when you've had past trauma, Thoughts and feelings are very intertwined. Some thought leaders argue that the emotion actually comes before the thought. And this might be true. I don't know. So what that means is sometimes if you've been dealing with something since childhood, like maybe when someone yells, you feel this feeling in your body like panic. So maybe that panic comes so quickly, it it triggers even before the thought. 
maybe this panic comes and you feel I'm not, and you have a thought, I'm not safe. I think sometimes if you have past trauma, that feeling and thought are intertwined and they happen so quickly, it's hard to even figure out what came first, the thought or the feeling. I don't know, but I know thoughts and feelings end up in our body and it drives our actions or drives our inactions. However you experience the thought and feeling, it affects your actions. The way you feel dictates how you go about your day, the decisions you make. If we're feeling confident, we show up differently than we are if we are feeling insecure. If you're feeling confident, you're probably making decisions. You're moving quickly. You're taking charge. If you're feeling insecure, you're probably questioning yourself. You're probably moving slowly. You're staying small. You're not putting yourself out there. You're delaying making any decisions. Now, if we go back to the examples I gave you about circumstances being neutral in the beginning, if we go back to you putting on your favorite pair of jeans and you're hardly able to zip up the zipper, that is neutral until you have a thought about it. And your thought might be, I need to lose five pounds. And I would imagine if I was thinking that thought, I need to lose five pounds, I would immediately feel discouraged. Maybe, again, you'd feel discouraged and you'd have the thought at the same time. That discouragement, that feeling of discouraged is going to affect what you do in terms of possibly losing weight, possibly how you're eating, possibly how you're exercising, possibly how you're looking at yourself in that pair of jeans, how you're feeling about your body in your jeans. It's going to affect your whole day. When you think about your current money situation, let's say you have $20,000 in debt, it is neutral. But if you have the thought, I'm never getting out of the the whole of this debt and it makes you feel stressed, that is going to affect what you do. And some people might say, well, when I'm stressed, then I get to work. I work harder. But I think that if you are getting to work with a feeling of stress, your results are not going to be what you want them to be. I think that you are going to be thinking, I'm never getting out of this hole. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be hurried. You're going to be making quick decisions. You're going to be frantic to try to get out of the situation you're in, possibly not as productive. And you're certainly not going to be enjoying your life in the process. If your son backs into an Amazon truck and you think, for the love of God, here we go again, you are going to be frustrated. And in that moment, That frustration is going to affect your whole day. You are going to probably be frustrated with your son. You're going to probably handle that in a way that isn't very loving towards him. You're not going to be understanding when he apologizes. If your son says his family's not coming over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, it's neutral. But if you think this is not fair and you get angry, how are you going to show up in the way you act towards your son? How are you going to enjoy your holiday leading with this anger? If you think about your holidays in the past and you think, you know, all of a sudden holidays are coming up right now, it's September, right? Holidays are on the horizon and you think back and think the holidays are always a shit show for me, (laughs) right? It's all on me. Let's say you say it's all on me and you feel overwhelmed. How are you going to show up for the holidays? Are you going to enjoy the holidays or are you going to automatically start feeling overwhelmed and creating more overwhelm in your life? So the actions we take end up creating our results in our lives. And so let me actually do a model for you. And so when, if you're at home and you actually like this work is really inspiring and enlightening, I wouldn't do one. This is how I would do a model. I would write down circumstance and let's, let's take that last example, past holiday seasons, right? 
for the woman, a lot of women feel this way going into the holidays. That's why I'm going to dive into this one. They think about past holiday seasons and they have this, this thought, it's all on me. And women have, this is a pretty universal thought about a lot of things. So it's all on me and they feel overwhelmed. And they don't know, a lot of you, a lot of people don't know that they're feeling overwhelmed because of that thought. They just think the holiday season is overwhelming. They think that's a fact. No, the holiday season is not overwhelming. What's overwhelming is you're telling yourself it's all on me. So let's say you're feeling overwhelmed (laughs) with a side of resentment, (laughs) right? It's like overwhelmed slash resentment. And so what happens at that moment? Let's think about it. If I'm thinking it's all on me going into the holiday season, I'm feeling overwhelmed with a side of resentment. You're going to do too much. Let's say I'm going to speak in terms of me. I'm going to do too much. I'm going to overwork because there's tons to do, right? So I can't possibly work a little bit and enjoy myself. I have to overwork. I'm going to probably be a little pissy and snappy with everyone around me. I'm going to be whatever I'm doing. I'm going to be thinking, why me? Why does this always have to be me? It's all on me. And for some reason, as women, we do this, we don't ask for help, which is ironic because we're thinking it's all on me, but yet we're not asking for help. We're not enjoying ourselves. I'm going to question everything. I'm going to dream of when it would all be over. I'm going to think in January, it's going to be okay. I'm going to enjoy myself in January. That's going to be my time. And then if we're getting real personal here, then I'm going to eat. Because eating always, I don't know about you, girl, but eating always makes me feel better. Eating or having a cocktail always makes me feel better. I deserve it, right? And I'm not going to make time for myself. And so then what am I creating for myself? What is the result? I'm creating a holiday where it is all on me and I'm creating it misery for myself. So I'm going to go over that again. So the circumstance is past holiday seasons, or let's say this holiday season is the certain new circumstance. If I think to myself, it's all on me, I'm going to feel overwhelmed with a side of resentment. I'm going to do too much, overwork, be pissy, not ask for help, not enjoy myself, question everything, dreaming when we'll all be over. Please, January can't come fast enough. I'm going to eat myself because that'll make me feel better. I'll probably actually then shame myself after I eat. And then um, the result is I'm going to create a holiday season where it is all on me and I'm miserable. Can anyone raise their hand and, and see themselves in this. And maybe this isn't your situation, but I hope that me breaking that down, you can see in that moment how this could be helpful. If you're right now today feeling overwhelmed, you can write down what is the real neutral circumstance here? Maybe the neutral circumstance is that you're going to have to pull a 12 hour day today. Maybe the real circumstances you realistically have not had a day off in 12 days. Maybe you've got five kids and you're trying to work, um, you're trying to start a business. How are you thinking about that situation and how is it making you feel and what actions are you taking or are you not taking and how are you creating your own result with your thought? So I will do these thought models. I will do the model. I will write it out on paper most days. I've been doing this for years now, so I can actually do a model in my head. But for probably the first year, I had to actually sit down on paper and write this out to really, really find clarity. And here's how you can do this. And I'm going to go through, this is a model that I actually did yesterday. 
So I feel like I'm really good at this. I feel like I manage my mind well. I feel very successful. I know that my thoughts create my results and that can be good. And sometimes that can be frustrating. So yesterday I had a day and in the middle of that day, I was feeling pressure and stress. So this is how I use the model to change my life. So I'm feeling pressure and all of a sudden I see, okay, I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling pressure. So I will sit down and I will write a model out. I will write C-T-F-A-R. And I know pressure and stress is a feeling. So I write down right next to F, which is for feeling, I write down pressure, stress. And then I say to myself, why am I feeling pressure and stress? And then I know me, I said to myself, I don't feel well. That was a circumstance actually. It was very true. I don't feel well, but why am I feeling pressure and stress? And my thought was, I don't have time to be sick. That is what was making me feel pressure and stress. The fact that I didn't feel well was no problem. The problem was I had this sneaky little thought, I don't have time to be sick. And so then I was finding myself feeling all this pressure and stress and I was pushing myself. I was, and this is what I write down under the action line. I was pushing myself. I was berating myself. If whenever I thought I should really rest, I would say, no, I shouldn't rest. I don't have time. I was spinning in my head about how much time was going by. And when I say spinning in my head, it's all these just racing thoughts of, I don't have time for this. I should do this. No, I should rest. It was just crazy town in my head. I was shaming myself into doing a little bit of work, trying to think of what's not physical so I can at least accomplish something. And the result I was creating for myself under the R line, when I said R line is at the end, R, C-T-F-A-R, I, w- I wrote down, I'm not taking care of myself mentally or physically, and I'm not loving myself. So the circumstance, I didn't feel well, that was true. But what was I making that mean? What I was saying to myself was, I don't have time to be sick. That was making me feel pressure and stress. I was pushing myself, berating myself, trying to think of work that I could do that at least I would feel like I accomplished something. And then I was not taking care of myself mentally or physically. And I was creating misery for myself and I was not loving myself. And so when you sit there with this model, you say, this is why I'm feeling stress is because I'm saying I don't have time to be sick. What, what, what might someone else say if they were not feeling well? Someone else might say, I don't feel well. I, I, I clearly, my body is telling me I need to rest. Someone else might say, I have all the time in the world that this, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm my own boss. Uh, This is exactly why I became an entrepreneur. So I could create my own schedule. And today, clearly I need to take a day. So one thing I think you should do is when you look at this model, I want you to question your thought. Is this true? And what is true? What could be true other than this thought that I'm thinking? And recognize that the feeling you're feeling is coming from this thought. So step one in using a model, when you actually take time to write one out and take a look at it, you ju- it just creates awareness and curiosity. It makes you go, huh. I think my thoughts really are creating the results in my life. And then what you can do is you can start thinking, what would I like to think about this? How could I think about this in a different way? And then how would I feel if I thought that? If I thought to myself, I deserve to take a rest day, it's going to be fine. What would I actually, if I really believe that, what would I actually feel? And I think if I yesterday when I did this model, this is exactly what I did is I thought I really deserve to take a rest day. This is going to be fine. The feeling it created was peace. And then from peace, I stopped working right around three 
and I laid in bed for the rest of the day. And then I went and got myself some soup at around seven o'clock at night. And I will tell you, as I laid there every once in a while, I thought I really don't have time for this. And then I just was like, oh, that's so interesting. My brain keeps telling me I don't have time for this. I need to be efficient. I have a collection that I'm supposed to be working on. I should be thinking about my podcast. I should be doing all these things. And for a moment, my heart, my chest would feel with this pressure and stress. And then I would say, is that true? And then I'd say, no, that's right. We already did the model and we've already decided that it's okay to take a day. And then I would calm back down for a second. So this is the work that I do with my clients. And there's so much more of a deep dive we can even do with learning the model, learning how to see how your thoughts are creating the results in your life. But this is a very basic outline of how you can use the model, how it can help you get clarity on what is creating the feelings, then actions and results in your lives. And it is your thoughts. If you go back and listen to my podcast on how to believe harder, that podcast can help you believe the thoughts that you actually want to believe. So if you think of the example, holidays in the past have not gone the way you have wanted to, right? And you had this thought, it's all on me. When you think, what thought do I really want to have? Well, first of all, the way to do it would be to say, how do I want to feel about the holidays coming up? If you say, I want to just feel peaceful, or maybe you want to feel excited, what would you need to think in order to feel either peaceful or excited, whatever feeling you would like to create? And then you're going to come up with a thought. And this thought you don't believe yet. So if you go back to that podcast, How to Believe Harder, that will help you believe this new thought. And it is a practice. All of this is a practice. Please reach out to me if I can help you with this. If you hear all this and you think this work is really intriguing, I'm so interested, I want help diving into my mind to see how my thoughts are creating my results, please reach out to me. I have a few spots right now left for one-on-one private coaching clients and I would love to talk to you about helping you create an amazing life for yourself. An even more amazing life than the one you have loved up to this point. Have a great day. If you are ready to make more money and take your business to the next level, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women entrepreneurs one-on-one to help them achieve at levels higher than ever before. Find me on social and at my website, thebeautifulentrepreneurs.com.